MSW Media. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word. The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. 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 Ta-da! Thank you for joining us here on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. We really appreciate it. And we make sure really you're re- subscribed. Make sure you're subscribed. And you know what else yeah. you need to make sure? We want to first, what we also appreciate is that you're a Patreon supporter. Yes. Thank you so much. Your support is just that. Support. It is. It is. It is. It is. And do you know what you get for your support when you support this black woman owned business, Angela? What do you get versus what? You get three micro idiots a week. Yes, you what? do. What? Not one, not two, three? Three. Three, three, three. Wow. Three. So, and there are hundreds of them if you sign up now. Yeah. Like you're, you're behind. Like you'll you'll spend, you'll have just laughs for days, mm. months. It's the best self-care you could possibly give yourself, especially coming up around these holidays. All right. Okay. You need to be taking care of yourself. All right. Just keep an earbud in at all times and just keep listening to micro idiots. That's right. That's right. No matter what your crazy family says, just keep (laughs) listening. (laughs) And speaking of listening, we're listening to you when you order a cameo from us. That's a specialized video. Go to cameo.com, put in Frangela Duo, and we'll give you a specialized video. That's right. You go there. We make a video for you. You can give it to somebody else as a gift even, Mm -hmm. or just for you. Do something for you. For you. Especially in this holiday season. Speaking of for you, we have rescheduled our Portland show. We're going to make sure we're going to get the date for next year in 2023. But we're coming, Portland. Do not despair. Don't despair. We're coming for you. And speaking of coming for you, you can always come and join us every Friday morning for the third hour of the Stephanie Miller show for Fridays with Frangela. That's right. For the Black Power Hour. Now, let's get to it. Big bosses bossing it up all day mm. long, Democrats. We were supposed to, all that doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. We were they were talking so gloom. much smack. Talking so much smack. But, but they red waves. Mm. Let, me, let tell me tell you, Bob Seska said it best, Francis. Mm. Bob Seska called it a red shirt. <laughs> If they managed to make a shark. And let me tell you, let me tell you, it wouldn't have even been that big. I believe we would have still maintained That's control right. of the house if we didn't allow other motherfuckers Thank to you. establish the mindset Thank of you. our voting and our power. We continually allow the media and other people to set the course for Democrats and when will is enough enough well and I think 
more than that, for me, is the fact of we really as a nation have to take a look at why we what the point is of redistricting and what we can do to take that power out of poli- any party's hands. That's because, right. if, quite frankly, if it's about population density or which I believe it supposedly is and to some extent, and there's this idea of not nullifying people's votes or whatever, like we have to take a look at that and make legislation around that at a federal level. Because when I'm looking at the board and mm-hmm. I'm looking at Kornacki and he's telling me there are five five seats that we can't win no matter how many votes we get because they've been redistricted so only Republicans can win them. That's not democracy. No, it's not. It's not democracy. Also, since we're opening up the fucking vote, the files about what needs to be changed, let's take a look at the fact that so many people have such little representation. Thank you. And so few people have so much. And so few people have so much. And I'm going, I'm going to talk about, let's talk about the sub fucking burbs. Okay. Let's talk about Montana. Right. Montana, (laughs) you know, the whole state. But, but, but my life in densely populated areas in the city is dependent on whether Susie Homemaker out in the suburbs, how she feeling. Mm, there's a great quote and I have to go look up who said it because I wrote it down recently. But the quote is every single day in Washington, rich people march on Washington. That's right. Every you single don't under- day. They are marching on Washington every day. Every We're day. doing with it lobbyists? once in a while. With Thank lobbyists. You. And they're doing it with Thank dark you. money. And they're doing it in, in, in ads in these small towns. What, this is why what, what they're I'm doing saying. it by buying up social media and media outlets from That's Sinclair right. on to, to Elon Musk. They're they are marching on Washington every day. And you're absolutely right, Francis. The media has been so complicit, complicit. In, in the the sort of the games turning our lives and our democracy into some sort of game. And, and it's interesting to watch them. You know, I see certain people, I think, actually struggle with this and try not to do it and try. But the sort of the gaming out and the constant naysaying. And I don't know why Andrea Mitchell, I don't I don't understand. I get that she's been a reporter a long ass fucking time. And I get that she like, I don't know, interviewed Lincoln. I get it. I get it. But I'm done. Like she's up there and it doesn't matter what's going on in the world. There's a huge uprising in Iran that we're not hearing anything about. It's like. All they do is sit there and say, we watched them for the last, what, three months tell us the Democrats weren't, were not messaging properly Yeah, this election. Only did that have the voters do exactly what we've always said we were going to do, which was vote for Roe. Yes. Yes. And right now we're looking at the Senate control hinges on three states while Republicans have picked up fewer seats than predicted in the House. So we stopped, as you said, the red wave and it became a shark. But at it's, best, and it's not done. And it's we could not still done. Can, we could still get control of the House. That could it's, happen. It's, it could happen. And the reality of this is that it's it's very important that where there are runoffs and at least there's just one. I don't know if there are any other ones, if that's even a a possibility. But the reality is this was going that what Biden did was I don't care what his approval rating is. I, we just saw it. Yeah, you did. I don't care what the polling says. I care what the voting says. The voting says is we want this, not that other shit. Not that other shit. And what this voting also said, and if I were if I were in the Republican Party, if I had power in the Republican Party, I would take all of those losses 
mm-hmm. and that we expected to win. And I would lay them at the feet of Donald Trump and at my party and go, who do you want to listen to? Do you want to listen to the voters? Do you want to listen to losing and hear the message? Or do you want to still walk around with your eyes veiled while you continually worship this man? And where you're mm-hmm. looking at in terms of your worship is not what's going to get you help us win. Yeah, they I think that that on top of it, I need, you know, from the Democrats, I go, OK, and also the DNC and DCCC, they they I'm I'm really especially DCCC. I get really annoyed. I've been annoyed by where they choose to spend money because yes, that's been the large conversation. I am in, in ecstatic that Fetterman won. I think that he's that he's a good guy and I think that he will be a great senator. However, if he had been a woman, yeah. if he had been an ethnic uh, minority, and he'd had a stroke during his campaign. Yep. They would have asked him to step down and put somebody else in there. That's right. And I look at the situation and I don't, I have no, to me, I think it's amazing that he's amazing. And and I'm glad he's there, like I said, but I look at where they put money and where they put energy, not in Beasley. Yeah. Not in these races. There's a bunch of races that they could have won. Boebert didn't have to be this tight. No, no. It really didn't. She's crazy as fuck. It didn't have to be this tight. Yeah. They didn't even think they didn't even pay attention to it because they just seed the territory to the crazies. Yeah. Just seed to Marjorie Taylor Greene. Just seed to Lauren Burbert. And I don't know. I'm not an operative. I am admitting all of that. All of my ignorance of certain things. But what I do know is if you have not to think that I was watching the pundits, it's like it has never occurred to Nicole Wallace finally said it that like. But how long have we been saying this? And we're not the first people to say it. People lie about how they vote. Yes. If one in four women are having abortions, then people aren't going to vote to stop abortions. No. <laughs> like, and and voters in California, Michigan, and Vermont enshrined in abortion rights in their state's constitution in the first nationwide election since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade in June. Voters in Kentucky, where abortion is currently banned, rejected a proposed amendment to the state's constitution to say that it does not secure or protect a right to abortion or funding of an abortion. Kentucky is the second state in the post-Roe era to reject an anti-abortion ballot measure. In August, Kansas voters rejected a proposed state constitutional amendment that would have allowed a legislature to ban abortions. People don't want it. That's right. They want personal freedom. They want privacy. And and the idea that I know that people say the economy and gas prices when you call, because I understand people don't even want to deal. Right. They're like, what's the answer that's going to get you off my phone? Like, I don't you know if they answered it at all. They do. But when they go in that booth and when you see for the first time young people get out and vote. That's thank you. Thank but you. But I don't want them wrestling on these young people laurels. I'm gonna need your ass for these runoffs, and I'm gonna need your asses back in twenty the next election. Yeah. Like this well, is not here's a the one thing. thing. This is where this is where the Republicans have fucked around and found out because my child by that time will be eighteen years old, and she ain't yep. no simpering fucking liberal. No. She a progressive nope. all the way. And when I I was explaining to somebody yesterday the difference between liberals and progressives, I said liberals want you to live your life. We want we. Want We want you to live and and prosper and be yourselves. I said, the progressives, they ain't talking about coming to the table. They ain't talking about, they're like, fuck the table. Break the the table. The table 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 is, that's right. Some cushions, some lawn chairs, something comfy. 
you gonna wish for my Gen X ass. You gonna right. hope. You gonna wish for the days when my black ass was out here screaming because when she get out there, y'all fucked. That's and I just want young people to stay engaged because engagement once we've lost the right is helpful mm-hmm. you know and and it's a part of the fight but but we have the reason we lost it is because of listening to, to people for years telling us it was something that we couldn't lose that's you, right there ain't nothing you can't lose that's right okay. let me tell you something you can in lose fact, everything that's what i was going to say in fact that is the nature of nature everything has an ending everything comes to an end i don't care how good it was i don't care how bad it was everything dies that's right it's the even liberty that's what i'm saying and that's the we and i and and of course we this turnout and i think that they're trying to even i feel like the response to it is still kind of muted how many people voted in this midterm you cannot That's get right. people to vote in midterms it is like amazing how many they're waiting in line they didn't care what was going on they were getting it done they were early voting and that is and i am so happy that at this point we have not seen or at least we haven't heard about and thankfully hopefully there isn't hasn't been any major violence or any violence that i'm aware of and that people haven't there has been obviously attempts at voter intimidation but i hope that there haven't been ones we don't know about that you know um that we're successful but oh, the reality is we have got to start taking control it's our government it's, it's our constitution speaking of our government i don't understand how ron DeSantis, greg abbott and brian kemp are governors again these oh, i are, do these are some of yep. the most worst worst people yep. in government and they're the most ineffective leaders in the middle of your state being hit by hurricanes. You're going to round up, you know, immigrants from That's other right. states to make to make, you know, it's using state state money for that while asking the feds for money. Well, it's just, you know, but the reality is because they've made sure they could win. Yep, they've they put forward measures in legislation. Juan DeSantis has single handedly stopped a ballot initiative that allowed people who had committed felonies, who had served their time to vote. He has single handedly made sure that couldn't happen. Yeah, they have absolutely tied up their democracies to not be democracies. They've intimidated voters. You think there was a you think that that stunt? What was it? Was it even two months ago mm-hmm. where they had the police go out and arresting people for voting violations? Yeah. And it was like these 20 people who were like, what the fuck are you talking about? My parole yeah. officer told me to go vote like it's that wasn't on that was to intimidate people that was so that people would see in the news he put a press conference together so we could all see him arrest that that poor little like 60 something year old woman who Mm -hmm. just was like like what what are you oh my good like they had no idea what was going on this they have done it legislatively they've done it as thugs and that is why they are still in office and either we're going to start taking control of the realm the the, you know the handles on our democracy or we're seeding them that's right and and what i feel like like when I keep on hearing the discussion of we're not putting any more money into Florida, which used to be solidly blue, we've let that go. It's like, who are we as a party? Well, we got a few problems about the Florida thing. And let me, I need to say this real quick. Oh, it's a little off topic, but it's not off topic. You'll understand. 
we need to start um, enhancing our understanding of a number of things from gender to ethnicity to the concept that there is one race, the human race. We need to really stop with our misnaming, our fucked up racist old misogynist nomenclature around issues like, for example, the Latinx, Latino, or as some people say, Hispanic community. Mm -hmm. When you talk about that community in Florida and Southern Florida, you're talking about Cubans. Yep. And that's a whole talking about. That's what I'm saying, Francis. That's a whole other group. The media keeps treating Latin, the Latinx community like it is one, one group of people. Monolithic. Monolithic. And, and it's not. That's you have right. to talk to people like you know them. And there if you are know Guatemalans them, who got one issue, Chileans who got another. Mexicans that's what I'm saying. American Latino, Latinx yes. people who have another. And I'm telling you, what did this is the thing about Representative Clyburn? When Clyburn basically told all of us black people who what we were doing in the election that we were voting for Biden after I was, you know, Bernie had won and whatever. And he came out and gave that speech. I It will still, it's seared in my memory, him saying, because we know Joe and Joe knows us. Yep. He, what he was saying is this person knows who we are. Mm-hmm. We know who he is. We know what he's going to do. We know what he's capable of. We know what he's not capable of. Yeah. The evil, you know, and like he's not evil. I won't say the evil, you know. What I'm saying is he's a good man. He may, He's not a messiah, but nobody is. And the reality of this race is this is the person we need. Yeah. And I think that when we, when the, the, the Democratic Party, they, you know, there's been some focus on the Republicans allegedly trying to reach out to this community, which I have not seen. Mm. But like, but the, the Democrats, you know, the Democratic Party really needs to look at how they address this very large and growing group of people because mm-hmm. they're not one group and calling Florida dead dead to you because of Cuban Americans yeah. is ridiculous. I, it's not fair to the Cuban Americans or Florida or the Democrats there or the country. My, I mean, Florida for me, that's ripe for picking because of the fact that it's sinking. It's going away. We are yeah. right now in a, another hurricane situation that what uh, every estimate I've seen talks about Florida, most of Florida being unlivable. Within yeah. our lifetimes. Yep. And speaking like, of unlivable because, and who lives there is Trump. And he was report, reportedly fuming at Mar-a-Lago after <laughs> at least 14 of his endorsed candidates were projected to lose okay. their races. Okay. I have to say, first, my favorite of his fumings that we've heard him mm-hmm. say thus far is blaming mm-hmm. Melania for Dr. Oz. That is my absolute <laughs> favorite one. He literally put out there, he's like, Melania chose him and not one of her best choices. And I was like, actually, I can think of one that was a lot worse. You. One choice she made. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot worse. But you're right. But the idea that he would rather say that his wife picked it for him. Mm-hmm. Mr. I don't wear a mask because I'm a superior man. Like... I'm like, that one is my absolute favorite. Let me tell you something about Trump. He is like that little tiki thing they had in the Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. It looks interesting. Remember, every time they showed it, it'd be like, it made some weird little noise. That's just evil. Okay. It works for him and nobody else. And we'll be right back after these messages. Season two of Swing Left's How We Win is here we have an incredible opportunity to fight for our democracy. We don't agonize, we organize. And we've got a lot of work to do. Subscribe right now on Apple and everywhere you get your pods for insight, action, and your reasons for hope. I'm Steve Pearson. And I'm Mariah Craven. And And this this is season season two of How We Win. 
Trump advisors urge him to delay, quote, his very big announcement. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of anything I'm less enthusiastic about. Hey, no. Well, you know, I, I mean, just, like, what's the, you know, it, I, and I look at the Justice Department of Francis, I'm like, stop letting him game you with this fucking bullshit. Well, you know what? I, it's so interesting because when you're watching Trump make moves, you're wa- we're watching a criminal make moves to become the president again. And we ain't, we ain't, and it's been almost three years. We ain't done shit. No. In terms of locking his ass up and letting him know which side of the bread his it's buttered on. I'm telling you, it's, this is the, the thing that will stop him is called jail. Mm-hmm. That's what was you that's what I found. It stops many a criminal from criminality. Yes, it like, does. I mean, it's a really big cure for it. Like you just go to jail. And there's a billion things to put him in jail for. Like, I mean, I, this idea that somehow we have the right to vote for a felon. Like, I'm just saying, like, what like you won't let those people vote. You won't let people who are in jail vote no matter what they did when they get out. But this man gets to avoid jail because he might run for office. Like it's just, it's, it's I, disgusting. I'm sick of it. It's disgusting. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you some friends. If I do something wrong, I'm gonna immediately go run for some kind of office and see if I get the same treatment. Mm-hmm. No, you. I'm gonna make an announcement. No, no, no arrested, and I'm running for president. Shit. Shit. I just, you know, it's. I think that that we we put our faith in these institutions. Not, and I didn't realize until Donald Trump. I really didn't have fragile they were you give lip service to the fragility but i didn't understand how much of the functioning of our lives and government depended on people just being decent and following traditions yeah i thought there were rules that governed their behavior and that that the rules are only useful if something happens when you break them well you know and 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 that that can be in that doesn't have to be jail you know what i mean not everything is a punishment thing but like if we don't have if these aren't rules we need to make rules you know well, and, this is and, ridiculous. and abide by them and, and, yeah. and, 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 and demand that the people who participate in the process believe in number one the process you can't participate you can't come and eat my fucking food and sit down at my table and enjoy my warmth and what have you and then you know turn and look at me and go you don't exist after you've sucked and ate and had fuck you no i'm telling you one of my favorite celebrity stupid quotes is craig craig nelson craig is it craig t or craig t nelson he there's a quote from him saying it's basically i never got help from anyone nobody ever helped me i grew up on welfare and um uh medicaid or whatever but you know what I mean? it's like i grew up on welfare and food stamps nobody ever helped me and i was like um that's that ain't none but help the welfare med okay <laughs> like people sitting up here using their using their Obamacare talking about I don't want Obamacare like it's it's I didn't hear of anybody taking not refusing the $1,200 or the no. 16 or whatever stimulus no. money they got not one person not even the, certainly not the rich people they for sure did not take it you know like so I just the not only I'm not stop tooting your own horn it's showing people what you do and what you've done you yeah. know and I just like and I think it was Mehdi Hassan, maybe, who I um one day was saying this. He's like, why aren't why aren't the Democrats running on mothers? He didn't say motherfuckers, but but I I heard it in my in his verbiage. Right, motherfuckers. How much money have we given you? How did we stop? We I don't think people really get. Yeah, 
how close to the edge we have been. That's right. And and the fact that we didn't go over Trump, if Trump was still in office, I cannot tell you how many more millions of people would probably be dead. Yeah. Like and and the, the reality of what that man was able to get away with in his personal life, his business life and is the president. It's astounding and it's and it's egregious. And if we aren't going to have rules, then really, frankly, I don't know why people can't just smoke weed everywhere. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, if we're not going to have rules, let's not have rules. Well, that's how I feel. I do feel that way. I kind of feel like I am living in a world where I am watching white men in power overrun everything, mm-hmm. which shows me that the boundaries of my mind and expectations, I might need to expand them a little bit. What, what do you mean by expand them? <laughs> Just, you know, wherever wherever they may need to be you expanded. Holding? What are you talking about? What are you holding? Know. What are you talking about? Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's some lingo I picked up. Are you holding? Yeah, I'm holding. I'm holding. I don't know what I'm watching is. documentaries. Yeah. yeah uh, no, I mean, I, this is the thing. I was very happy this week me too with with the turnout i i you know i don't count count votes today counted and so um but i and i think that it's important to learn lessons when you win and when you when you don't win but what's important to know here is that do not let them take this victory away from us no betterment is a huge victory that is a huge Huge. huge and i am looking for lauren lauren bobert losing Yes, and that is our final word. And now it's time for resistance rap. Okay, here's the deal. We could tell you do a lot of shit, but this is what you need to do. Everybody, I don't care if it's $5. I want you to go to, to warnockforgeorgia.com and I want you to donate something to this man. If you ain't got money and you're in the Georgia area, you can get your butt there. Get your butt there because we got like what? A less, like a month? Yep. Before yep. the runoff. We're going to get that seat. 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 So everybody needs to go out. Go to go to Stacey Abrams' organization and 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 help them out. Do whatever we can. I think if we can all focus on, and I, as again, I'm not sure. I haven't seen any reporting that any other of the races we're waiting on would have a runoff possibility. Mm-hmm. But if they do and we, we find out, we'll talk about that here. And we encourage you to, I would encourage you to be involved in whatever way you can and making that happen because every vote we're down. I mean, the race with Bobert was like at one point when I was checking, it was within like 80 votes, 80 votes. Yeah. 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 Like you guys, every vote counts. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to the final word.